This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 6th Sunday of Easter, the 26th of May. One of my earliest recollections from primary school is being made the narrator in the biblical story of Daniel in the lion's den. And I can remember to this day standing centre stage and delivering the opening line, having learnt it by heart in those days, King Darius of the Persians. What we learn and experience in childhood so often sticks, and this is true of both good and ill. Later in life, one of my music tutors used to say, especially when I got tired of practising a piece, or at least when I played it correctly and was thus satisfied, that the difference between an amateur and a professional is that the amateur is someone who will learn something until they get it right once, whereas the professional is the one who will learn a piece until they never get it wrong. I was being taught to aim for something in between. From the earliest times of the church, there's been an emphasis placed on not just knowing God, but learning about him so that we both have a personal relationship and can articulate what we believe about God and the faith that we hold. Generation after generation of Catholics have been able to do this by using the commandments and the creed as a point of reference. And the creed has often been spoken about as the scriptures on one piece of paper. And so to know these, the commandments and the creed, is something that we should be able to access with ease and familiarity, much in the same way that a scout or a guide can pronounce the promises that they make. St Augustine in the fourth century told Christians never to take their faith for granted, but to recite the creed often, daily, so that we do not forget it and that we tell others what we believe. He says, these are the words on which the faith of Mother Church is firmly built upon the stable foundation that is Christ the Lord. You have received it and recited it, but in your minds and hearts you must keep it ever present. You must repeat it everywhere, recall it often and not forget. Even when your body is asleep, you must watch over it with your hearts. Every week at Mass we renew and repeat this act of faith so that God, our brothers and sisters in the faith, and we ourselves know that we remain in the hope and conviction of what we have been given. It's this profession of faith that makes us stand aside and apart from others that we live and work with. It's what makes us distinctly Catholic and proud to be so. One of the earliest pieces of Christian writing that has come down to us is a famous letter to a character called Diognetus. It's not certain who exactly Diognetus is, but the writer of this letter seems to be reminding him of an important reality. Christians are indistinguishable from other people, either by nationality, language or customs. They do not inhabit separate cities of their own or speak a strange dialect, or follow some outlandish way of life. With regard to dress, food and manner of life in general, they follow the customs of whatever city they happen to be living in. And yet there is something extraordinary about their lives. They live in their own countries as though they are only passing through. They play their full role as citizens, but labour under all the disabilities of aliens. 
Any country can be their homeland, but for them, their homeland, wherever it may be, is a foreign country. Like others, they marry and have children. They share their meals, but not their wives. They live in the flesh, but they are not governed by the desires of the flesh. They pass their days upon earth, but they are citizens of heaven. Obedient to the laws, they yet live on a level that transcends the law. Christians love all people, but all people persecute them. Condemned because they are not understood, they are put to death, but raised to life again. They suffer dishonour, but that is their glory. They are defamed, but vindicated. A blessing is their answer to abuse, deference their response to insult. To speak in general terms, we may say that the Christian is to the world what the soul is to the body. In this Easter season, we are meant above all other times to be renewing this hope and optimism that our faith gives, the more so as we face together the common enemies that attack our faith and our culture as Christians. Every Sunday we are listening to the Acts of the Apostles at Mass in this Easter, Easter time. And the Acts of the Apostles tells us of the struggles and the persecutions at the beginning, which can translate into similar scenarios today. Anyone who's adhered to Christ in any generation since those times has borne witness to the fact that they have been happy to have been able to suffer for the sake of his name. And in recent years, we've heard of terrible, shocking sufferings and traumas in the church as a result of the abuse of power and position of a few. I think we all know people who have left the family of the church for one reason or another. But there is never a good reason to leave the church. Personally, I understand on the emotional level, I understand why people feel deep frustration. But there's never a good reason to absent oneself from the font of grace to leave the source of salvation, to leave the mystical body of Jesus, no matter how badly church people behave or how grave the sin is on the part of church people. We have to stay and change what is wrong. That's what all the great saints did in the history of the church. They began with themselves because holiness always begins with me. It begins with changing myself. The month of May is coming to its last week and this time of special devotion that we have to God's Holy Mother. The spiritual wisdom of the saints tell us that a sign of faithfulness to Mary is a sign of faithfulness to Christ and to the Church. Why? Because Marian devotion was the first act that God incarnate performed. And if to be Christian is to imitate Christ, then there is nothing more fundamentally Christian than to love his mother. If sometimes we tremble before God, we can stand with Mary, who has been given the grace that we all long for, intimate, personal friendship with Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Grant, almighty God, that we may celebrate with heartfelt devotion these days of joy, which we keep in honour of the risen Lord, and that what we relive in remembrance, we may always hold on to in what we do. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.